Okay, Liz, here's some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, multiple systems, delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. So to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs, you cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems, and you improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. NetSuite.com slash Hollywood. I have this feeling like Thanksgiving this year is the calm before the storm. Like everything is going to get insanely busy after Thanksgiving. (laughs) Aren't you glad you're hosting Christmas? (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Oh yeah, that's going to be great. And welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Sarah Fain, a TV writer and producer living in Ojai, right outside of LA. And with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Liz. That's me, Liz Craft. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. And today is Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Yay. So in honor of this holiday, we'll talk about what we are grateful for. Then we'll talk about why you shouldn't set an alarm. Plus, we have a question from the mailroom. Finally, this week's Hollywood hack will help expand your wardrobe. But first, an update. We want to remind everyone that they can listen to our holiday gift guide episodes Get that last minute shopping in there if you're, I mean, I guess it's not totally last minute, but it seems like it because time goes so quickly. Episode 287 was our main gift episode. And then in 288, we had even more great gift ideas. Yes. And then Sarah, I also wanted to say if anyone is wanting to get a holiday gift for you and me, what would be wonderful Mm. is if they sent a link to an episode of our podcast that they like to a friend. And that would be very much appreciated. It would indeed. And then, Liz, we also should say, we mentioned this last week, but we have a premiere date for Fantasy Island. January 2nd at 8 p.m., Monday at 8 p.m. Yes. We'll be announcing that every episode from now until the whole season airs. Okay, Sarah, it's time for From the Treadmill Desk of, in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches. And this week, this is what's most pressing in our work psyche and our regular psyche. Yes, which is just gratitude. Yes. I personally am very grateful that overall things in my life are much more settled and better than they were a year ago. It was a very challenging move. As I've talked about before, it was very, very unpleasant about a year ago. And things are just much, much better. I'm starting to like Ojai again, which is very exciting. 
I'm thrilled we have our new baby chickens. They're awfully cute. So on the whole, things are looking up. Yeah, I feel like you're, from an outside perspective, you're starting to actually get to enjoy the things that you've always liked about Ojai, the whole reason, or at least part of the reason you went there, yes. you're now taking advantage of those things. Yes, and that makes a huge difference. And I have to say, having been in L.A. recently, mm. I really do also appreciate how little traffic there is yes. here. <laughs> One thing, Sarah, do you realize we have not taken a hike in Ojai since you moved there? So on my agenda is to come to Ojai and then we can have like a work session on the trail. I love it. You know, work hikes are our thing. Yes. And we haven't done one for so long and I really miss it. Yeah. No, me too. All right. Work hikes it is. I'll come to Encino for a work hike. You can come here for a work hike. Yes. Okay. Just go back and forth with our hikes. There you go. Well, I'm happy that everything is better for you, Sarah. That's good news. Yes. And then, Liz, you also are grateful. Yes. So when I was thinking about what's kind of a one central thing I'm grateful for, I would say that I'm really happy that my diabetes health has really improved a lot since last year. Nice. I've talked about this a lot on this podcast and on Happier with Gretchen Rubin that I've really been trying to focus on health. And my numbers have really improved, and it's a lifelong endeavor, but I feel much better that I have a handle on it. The other day, I had Adam take a picture of me. We were walking Nacho and Daisy on a hiking trail, and I was like, take a picture of me. And I actually posted it, and I realized, like, this is the first picture of myself that I've liked in, like, years. I would still post pictures sometimes, but I don't like them. I don't want to have my picture taken. And I'm like, oh, I like this. I look happy. I look healthy. You have two cute corgis. I have two cute corgis. (laughs) I just feel like it's all sort of coming together. And I'm very grateful that I'm uh, there. And the thing is, here's what's hard about it. Mm. I have to stay so mindful about it. It can slip away so fast. You know, as I always say to you, I'm always two days away from Bob's Big Boy. What I really (laughs) want to do is go to Bob's Big Boy. I just have to somehow get in this mindset, this muscle of like keeping it up for the next for the next several decades. Yes, exactly. Which, as you know, isn't easy because you go through years of doing everything right and then you can just slip off. And then a pandemic hits. Yes. So anyway, <laughs> um, but I am grateful that I'm on a good path and now I just need to stay on the path. Yes. Well, that's huge. Yes. Congratulations. Thank that's you. it's on it's so hard and it's really amazing. And then we were talking about what we are mutually grateful for this year and we are so grateful, like endlessly grateful to our Fantasy Island cast, Rosalind Sanchez, Kiara Barnes and John Gabriel Rodriguez. I mean, they are like the best lead cast ever. They're just so, they're like really nice people. They're incredibly professional. They're wonderful to work with. They're a dream. They're a a fantasy, Liz. They're a fantasy. (laughs) And the thing is, it's just such a hard show. Yeah. The way we shoot it, it's just, it's not like a regular show. And it means 
a lot yeah. of times regulars will have downtime, right? Because there are scenes that they're not in. So they may have a couple of days during an episode where they're not shooting and they can recharge and relax, learn their lines. But we so often don't have that. So often right. all three of them are working like every single day of the shoot. That can mean getting up at four in the morning and working late. And it is really a grueling show. And it, of course, has to look the opposite. It has to, right. <laughs> it ha they have to look like, and they are, I mean, they do, I think, love it, which helps. They have to look effortless and they have to be having fun. And I really admire the spirit with which they approach the show and their work. Yes. Well, and they do their work so beautifully. Yes. I mean, I'm really excited for people to see season two because I think their performances are so wonderful. I mean, we have had to watch every episode many, 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 many yes. times and it doesn't get old. And that's because of them. They're just so engaging and great. And then, Sarah, while we're shouting out these wonderful people, we want to mention that Roz and Kiara both have podcasts. Rosalind Sanchez has a podcast with her husband, Eric Winter, which is super entertaining. Yes, Roz's podcast is He Said Ayadijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. It is. It's truly so entertaining. Roz mentioned in one episode becoming the governor of Puerto Rico in the future. And I was just like, yes, do it. That would be great. <laughs> and then Kiara has a new podcast, Kiara Barnes, called Talk Theory, which is also really compelling. She talks about so many things, and I love listening to that as well. It's just, a, I feel like we kind of get little glimpses into their brains as we listen to their podcasts. Yes. Yeah, of course, Sarah, we have many other things to be grateful for, but these are our big ones this year. And coming up, we're going to talk about why you might want to not set your alarm. But first, this break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
Okay, Liz, it's time for Take a Hike, in which we discuss physical, mental, and spiritual health. Today, it's both physical and mental. So, Sarah, you have not been setting your alarm. Tell me more. So I, for most of my adult life, was a rigorous alarm setter. And then I became a parent, and it was just completely irrelevant to set an alarm. Right. <laughs> just, I was always up. Yeah. It really didn't matter, you know. But then as Violet's gotten older, I've gotten back into the alarm thing. And recently I decided, obviously there are certain days when you need to set an alarm. But like, I was just like, you know what? I'm just not setting it. I'm just not going to set the alarm. Because I think we're so programmed to always have the alarm set, always get up at this certain time. Yeah. And I, so I did it. And I slept in and we were a little late for something we were supposed to do that morning. And you know what? It was okay. <laughs> and tell me something. Do you feel more rested since you've been doing this? Yes, infinitely more rested. And that's the physical part. There, It's both these sort of mental letting go of a rigid schedule on the days when you can. And then physically, sleep is so important. For many, many years, I did not have enough sleep. So when I'm able to get enough sleep, I really, really appreciate it. Yes, I think of you as just, you had a good like eight years at least of being completely yes. sleep deprived. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, that's interesting. I mean, let me just ask, if you set your alarm, what time would you set it for usually, traditionally? Usually I would set it for like 7, okay. 7 a.m., which compared to the last yes. many years was sleeping in. Yes, yes. <laughs> like I really didn't think I was capable of sleeping much later than that, but it turns out I can sleep till eight. Nice. <laughs> yeah, which seems revolutionary and shocking, but it's true. Well, Sarah, I will say I like to set my alarm because then mm. I know if I get up, I'll be tired at night because my family, as you know, is a very <laughs> night owl family. Yes. It could easily be one in the morning here and all three of us would be up doing stuff <laughs> just left to our own devices. Yeah. And so I have taken to setting the alarm and I like to get up and then I know I kind of have my time alone. But the funny thing is, when we first got the dogs, I thought, oh my gosh, they're going to be getting me up so early because I'm going to be the one to get up and take them out. But they have <laughs> taken to this whole Fiero night owl thing, and oh I gosh. have to get them up. They, The dogs sleep later than I do, Sarah. So Aww. it is funny, but I will like maybe once every like month or two months, I'll sleep in. And it does feel really good, as long as I don't sleep too late. You don't yes. want to push past that point where you sort of feel like you missed the day. But sure, I'm just yeah. so glad because, again, as your friend, I feel like it's a sign that the pressure is letting up on you a little bit. <laughs> At least in the middle of the night hours. <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> yes. No, being able to sleep, I, it's it really does feel like a luxury, and it is so... Great. So you obviously have to set an alarm sometimes, well, yes. but if there are times when you don't have to, yes. take advantage of it yes. because it's just so delightful. Also to just wake up naturally. Yes. 
What a concept. Oh, I know. It's amazing. Okay, it is time for the mailroom where we answer a listener question. This is a fun one. It comes from Michelle. She says, Hi, Sarah and Liz. Can you please talk about Bad Sisters? Now that the series has ended, I would love to know your thoughts on it. I really enjoyed it. Well, Sarah, we should give context to this question. Yes. So Bad Sisters is based on a Flemish series called Clan that many years ago we developed for ABC. Twice. Twice. (laughs) And... Sharon Horgan redeveloped it with ABC Signature for Apple TV. And, of course, it's so good. And what it's about is a group of five sisters, and they four of them hate the husband of the other sister. Who, in the Sharon Horgan version and in the original version is dead at the beginning. And when we redeveloped it, they wanted it to be a very different thing. And our whole thing was like, it's great the way it is. But they were like, no, we want these things. And we're like, okay, we'll do those things. But of course, Sharon Horgan did it the way that it was originally done, which is amazing. And I loved it. It's interesting having seen the original and then seeing the new version on Apple TV. It's hard when something is so good and you've seen it to then see some another version of it. I don't know that I think it's as good as other people who are watching it mm. think it is, having seen the Flemish one, which was created by Malin Saragosen. So I'm like, I'm really happy for her. I'm really happy for Bert Hamelink, who is a, a producer from the original show. So it's Amazing. I can I can see it as great, but I also am like, oh, but I love the original. Well, let me ask you this, because they got a season two. Yeah. And the original didn't have another season. It was just a closed-ended thing. Will yeah. you watch season two? I will watch season two, because part of me is like, well, what the heck is she going to do? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, it's like they burn through that story and it's so great. So I don't know. I mean, I'm very, very, very curious to know what season two is going to be. And I'm also looking forward to it because I can see it without the extra layer of the other version of the show. You know, it can be totally fresh. Yeah. Well, Sarah, I have to admit we had a whole segment on the podcast about how We could let go that we developed the material and just watch it as fans because we were so excited that Sharon Horgan was doing it. But I have not been that big of a person. (laughs) I have not been able to watch it. It just still gives me a pit in my stomach that someone else got to do it and did it really well. And it got to do it the right way. Got to do it the right way. But I might be able to watch season two. In other words, Mm -hmm. I might just skip season one because I know what happens. I know how it ends. (laughs) And season two would be fresh because we, it'd be nothing we'd worked on or talked about. Right. So that I might be able to stomach because I do really want to see it. I'm wondering if maybe you should just watch the last few episodes because mm. you know all the build up and whatever just to kind of get in the maybe. world again. You know? Maybe. And then watch season two. Okay. Well, I'll wait till season two comes out and then I will do that. <laughs> I have to say yes. though, like a show, like again, White Lotus is a show where you could say, well, what's season two? But I think season two is great. So. Right. They're absolutely. This could also be great. You know what? It's Sharon Horgan. I think it will uh, be great. Yes, safe to say it will be great. <laughs> yes. Anyway, thank you, Michelle, for that question. Coming up, Liz, we have a Hollywood hack from a listener in Berlin. But first, this break. 
It's time for this week's Hollywood Hack, which comes from a listener in Berlin, and I'll just read you what she wrote to us. She says, Hi, Sarah and Liz. My name is JN, and I am a big fan of your podcast. I just listened to the episode in which you gave the Hollywood hack of buying and selling gently used Patagonia items and wanted to share a hack idea with you that is good for the environment and also fun. I stopped buying new clothes at the end of 2019. When I started this journey, one of my goals was to organize a clothing swap party. Unfortunately, due to the pandemic, I was not able to do that in 2020. Luckily, last year, a friend of mine hosted a clothing swap party at her house, and my dream came true. It was so much fun. We were a group of women who brought the clothes that we are no longer wearing to our friend's house. Then we started trying on one another's clothes and swapped many of them. It was such a joyful evening. The ones that were not taken by any of us were donated by the host to a charity that provides clothing articles to people in need. With the intention of scaling this event up, I decided to include members of the non-governmental organization that I am volunteering for in and hosted three parties so far where women come together and exchange clothing items. These events are not only great fun, but also allow us to have new clothes without paying anything for them and is better than buying a bunch of new clothes. One time, some of the clothes, especially the winter items, were donated to another NGO that works with refugees from Ukraine. Let's face it, most of the time, the clothes that we no longer want to wear or are about to get rid of are in perfectly good shape and can be used by someone else. I keep on not buying any clothing items and expanding or changing the items in my closet without creating any additional waste. In Berlin, where winters are especially miserable, this is something to look forward to where we come together as friends and go back home with a bag of new clothes. Each time I wear a clothing item from a friend of mine, it reminds me of them and it becomes even more special. I thought you might enjoy this hack as it is a wonderful idea to do with a group of friends. I mean, what a great idea. Such a great idea. And it could be a really fun holiday party. Yes. I mean, I love the idea of everyone. It's sort of like the old days at Lomans when you're in the the communal dressing room. I love the idea of everyone like trying on clothes and saying, oh, that looks great, or oh, how about this? Or, you know, it's just fun. Yes, add some wine and snacks, and what could be better? Add a a cheese board, and you're all there, Sarah. Yeah, and Sarah, what a fitting hack for Thanksgiving. Yes, because you're able to share things, be grateful for the wonderful items that your friends are sharing with you. And it's just like a fun way to be a community. Yes. And it also then inspires everybody to get rid of all the stuff that they're not using and then donate all that stuff to a place that needs it. So it's also just a good motivator to organize your closet. Absolutely. So thank you for that, JM. And that is it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. For questions or comments, email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please follow us if you haven't already. Thank you to our executive producer, Chuck Reed, and everyone at Sankola Sound. Sarah, we're very grateful for Chuck. Yes, you can follow Sankola Sound at Sankola Sound. 
Thanks to everyone at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Listen to the other Onward Project podcasts. Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, Do the Thing with Whole30's Melissa Urban, and Everything Happens with Kate Bowler. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at Fain and Liz is at Liz Craft. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next week, I'm Liz Craft. And I'm Sarah Fain. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. Sarah, now that you have all these chickens, do you have any weird feeling about eating turkey on Thanksgiving? I absolutely do not. Maybe I should. In fact, when we went to get the new baby chicks, there was a turkey for sale in another pen. And I was like, oh my God, somebody's getting that guy for Thanksgiving dinner. And I I did feel a little bad for that particular turkey. No, I'm I'm still going to be a turkey eater. From the Onward Project.